Hey there, guys. My name is Jeff Fassbinder, and I'm here with Andy Wang and Parker Hyder. And you are listening to Before Now. And I want to thank you for joining us today as we take a trip down Lover's Lane. And today we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day, which we thought was relevant. But before we get started, what are you guys going to be doing for this Valentine's Day? Uh, honestly, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to be single for this Valentine's Day. Oh, Maybe a big surprise there. <laughs> okay, you know what? Be quiet. Just, just go to Parker. Parker, what are you going to do? I'm going to see my boyfriend on Valentine's Day and just hang out with him. That sounds nice. Uh, what wow. about you, Jeff? What about you? Uh, nothing. Pretty much nothing. I'll probably Jeff, just... Jeff, when you get rejected, would you consider it being re- rejected? <laughs> oh, I'm stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, come on. Whatever. You have have to use that later. No, no. (laughs) I I prefer girls not to know that term and make it coin now. (laughs) Well, too late. It's being recorded. (laughs) Okay. Well, we should probably get started then. I think first, in order to understand why we're talking about Valentine's Day, we have to talk about why it came to be. And I remember being told this when I was little. It was like the legend of St. Valentine. But it was very mysterious because there was no story set in stone. According to History.com, one story says that during the period um, where Emperor Claudius II was ruling, he made marriage illegal to make better soldiers because... It makes sense. They don't want to go home, or they don't want to go out to war and be worried that they're going to die and not be able to go back to see their wife or their their love. True. So he made it illegal, and so it was speculated that Saint Valentine married them in secret because he just really sympathized and felt bad for them. So, wait, wait, wait. So he he's like a priest, and he married the he, soldiers in Catholic secret. Saint, yeah. Is it uh, so he's but, a Catholic saint. But. There were multiple St. Valentines during this time period, and they weren't completely sure which was which. So, two St. Valentines were actually beheaded because they didn't know which was the real one. The second one that was beheaded is the namesake, um, according to history.com. Other stories say that he was killed for helping Romans escape the torture of the prisons that they were kept in. And he meets a girl there, which is thought to be the daughter of his jailer. And he falls in love and writes letters to her all the time, signed, Your Valentine, which is where the term, like, Will You Be My Valentine came. A lot of people associate uh, Valentine's Day with Cupid, who is a cherub and... Andy will get more into the symbols, but he is like the speculated son of either Aphrodite and Ares, which as most of you should know is the goddess of beauty and love, and then Ares, the god of war. Or there's other stories that say that he's the son of Nyx, who is the female personification of night, and Erebus, the primordial god of darkness. So you can understand why there are a lot of stories about love that definitely take a darker turn. Okay, wait, so so you're saying Wait, I don't even know what a sheriff is, but... It's like a little baby dude. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, okay, so Cupid is, like, I think... Isn't he always a baby, or does he actually grow up? I think he's always a baby. He's Uh, he's technically, I think, considered the god Eros. Eros? I'm not sure how to pronounce... Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he he also has that, like, arrow Mm -hmm. with the bow thing, and he Mm -hmm. shoots them, and they fall in love. It's like the whole idea. They fall in love because Cupid... 
and his little yeah. wings shot them together. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a little naked baby dude, like maybe wearing a little diaper, walking up to you and just hitting you with a Nerf bullet. <laughs> oh, that's scary though. Like a little baby is deciding your fate. That sounds, that sounds hilarious. I don't know what you're talking about, Andy. You know, I've, apparently there's a lot of movies about romance too. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, mostly during this time because Valentine's is. It's not on the same level as Christmas or Halloween, but like most of the popular ones are like about romance, like The Notebook, Valentine's Day, what is it, 51st Dates or something like that. Like there's just a lot, there's, there's a, lot a lot that you romance. can go with it, but there's a lot that aren't specifically made for Valentine's Day. Yeah, you could like watch okay. like Romeo and Juliet or something like that. I don't know. Like the one with Or, Mace. or my there's favorite so one, many. Romeo, Nomeo and Juliet with the little gnome dudes. <laughs> there, what? And you That's don't know about Nomeo and you. Oh my goodness! No, I You're don't. uncultured little swine. <laughs> Can't believe you. Okay, you know what? Just a masterpiece. Just, just send me it later. Send me. It has later. an Elton okay. John song in it. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, but next. We should probably talk about symbols regarding Valentine's Day. Very true. Actually. And like three of the biggest ones are like roses, chocolates, and the colors of Valentine's Day. So if we go by order. So for roses, it appears that King Charles II of Sweden in the 17th century went to Persia uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why he went there, but he did. He saw like a lot of flowers and was met with people using flowers uh, in, to symbolize things instead of talking and out of those uh, flowers red rose obviously meant deep love since it was uh, associated with Aphrodite which I'll get into later wait so and, you, you talk about hmm? talking with flowers without like actually talking do you mean like each flower means something specific yeah like I think like a carnation meant that um you were sorry about something and then mm, okay. um like uh actually no 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 i think i think a carnation meant like um they disappointed you and like uh uh yeah obviously <laughs> imagine failing your test and showing up to school right. the next day to, with your math teacher and be like thanks here's a carnation my pink carnation <laughs> Okay. No, but yeah. No, but anyway, that's kind of interesting. I also read about um, Charles II. You know, I just think it's kind of interesting. You know how he brought that back to Sweden, and how that probably could have mm-hmm. had a, mm-hmm. a diaspora across most of Europe. Yeah, and that's like, I think that's probably how they like spread how uh, the red rose meant like love and stuff, uh, like uh, through contemporary ways. And actually, if Believe it or not, in 2019, people spent 20 billion on Valentine's Day, and out of that, 1.9 billion was on roses. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how much people spend for like Valentine's Day. I, I had no idea before this, honestly. But you know, to uh, to continue on with my uh, spiel, so um, how the rose came to be? There's like two main myths. Uh, they're both from Greek mythology, actually. So the first one was when um, Aphrodite was born. Um, she was born uh, in the sea foam, and the foam, when it met the land, 
it sprouted out white roses from Worcester Shell, which is where she was. And that kind of like became a thing where, you know, obviously was associated with Aphrodite. Aphrodite is the goddess of love and stuff. So that kind of makes sense. Cool. And, right, here, let me hear me out. Hmm. Wouldn't it make sense that she, because she hit the shore, that it also represents in, a, in a some, I guess, abstract ways, the beach's idea of, of birthing beauty in that Aphrodite, this I mean, goddess of love, this goddess maybe, of beauty. Think about that. Maybe, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it. It actually sounds like it could be reasonable, but obviously from the um, sea's birth onto land, yeah, the greatest yeah, of creation. I mean, the sea is where we all came from, so that makes sense actually, in a way. Yeah, yeah but um, obviously, it when it came from Aphrodite, um, it was white roses. But you may be wondering how to go to red roses. So apparently, um, Ares was jealous of Adonis, which was Aphrodite's lover. And sent like a boar to go and hunt him, and it did. So Adonis was dying, and a- Aphrodite knew about this, so she came and tried to go help him. And on the way, she obviously running and stuff, so she wasn't careful. So she got scratched by a rose. So her blood fell on the white petals, and it became red. So that might be one of the reasons why. And so that's one thing, and then another way people thought it came to be was uh, when Chloris, he was like I think goddess of flowers or something. They saw a dead nymph, and she decided, you know, that's pretty sad because it's a dead nymph, obviously. So she made them into a flower and had like uh, people like I'll give them gifts, for example.、Um, Apollo shined the sun on it, and Aphrodite added beauty to it, and she actually named it a rose, and obviously it was red and stuff. So that could be another way of where it came from. Yeah.、Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, and I mean, well, like I know a lot of people give roses and stuff too, but what about? I know I like chocolate, so what about the reason people give those? Uh, chocolate, chocolate. Um, so chocolate. Uh, so you know the brand Cadbury. Those are one of my favorites.、Mm-hmm. I can't, yeah, can't eat them yeah, anymore. It's really I good. I don't want to get diabetes too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So apparently, uh, Cadbury was trying to get rid of like uh their cocoa butter because they had a lot of it and decided to make chocolate out of it. And then they like designed these heart boxes and put it in it and marketed it as like oh things you should do for Valentine's Day you could give them chocolate and stuff and that was widely popular because it was very cheap and chocolate back then was like expensive actually so the young people like they would use it a lot which just helps spread its popularity yeah and so um and actually one of the very interesting things I found is that. The cacao tree, which is well where the chocolate's made from, its、uh, scientific name is Theobroma cacao, and that legit translates to "food of the gods." Okay, that's crazy. I mean, you know, kind of makes sense. Chocolate very, is that good?、So. It's a luxury. I would think yeah, you would think and, the Mayans would appreciate it, Andy. Okay, <laughs> I, I really like chocolate. Okay, okay, and like. 
other people agreed too. Like the Mayans thought it was sacred, and the Aztecs even used it as currency. Cocoa like, beans. If you're being, if you're being used as, uh, yeah, cocoa beans. If you're being used as currency, that then you're probably like pretty valuable. Like salt laughs worth in a lot the back background. End. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean salt. Was, I mean it was valuable. Yeah, that was really good, and. Honestly, one of the biggest factors to why people give chocolate is just popular in general, and people really liked it.、Hmm. You know? Yeah. And、um, what about colors, though? Because I think in in whenever you think about Valentine's Day, you think of different colors. You think of bright reds, and I think of love. You pink think and white. Exactly.、Yeah. You think of different colors because colors are very like distinctive, and they do allow us, especially with. Ideas of romanticism, the colors in themselves are reflective of emotion, in some cases. Yeah. So, oh my God, I, 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 I actually did a lot of research on this, and、um, so three main colors, obviously red, white, and pink.、Um, so red represents passion and love and、um, just energy in general, because like. I feel like it's just a really vibrant color and、uh, pretty good to look at. And actually, in places in China, for example, I I know this from personal experience.、Um, people would wear a lot of red to weddings because it like symbolizes、um, power and wealth and happiness and stuff like couldn't that. Couldn't Andy? Couldn't it also mean the、uh, mm. warmth? Because like fire also fire is also red. And so, in a sense, yeah, yeah, a burning course, course. intensity. Yeah, that that can work, and that's probably another reason, maybe, why it, it like means passion, because you know you got a burning passion to do something,、exactly. you know. Yeah, and then obviously white, you see it everywhere. You would see it in like、uh, church priests wearing white. You could see like the、uh, bridesmaids maybe wearing white, and it, like represents things like purity and innocence. And that's obviously very important in love and stuff. And finally, the third color is pink. And pink, if you think about it, does make sense because it's literally just a mixture of red and white, which is already like very important colors for Valentine's Day. So it makes sense that a mixture of them will be important to that date too. And it means things like femininity and elegance and stuff、hmm. like that too. Pretty、so. interesting, right there. But you know,、um, symbols are cool and all. And but let's get to the real stuff. How okay? You didn't、fun. let me. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Because、yeah. I remember、uh, passing、no. things out when I was little. But do they do that in other places? Thing is, you know, around the world. I mean, we have different cultures all across the globe, and so. I found it to be very interesting to see how each culture and people like to celebrate Valentine's Day or iterations thereof of Valentine's Day because you know love is not just a thing that's inherited just to one people in one country, but it's something that each country and each different culture does definitely has their own takes. Like in Australia, where they send the where they always send you the heart of a dingo upside down. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Really? Not, that doesn't happen. In fact, they really no. They don't do they, celebrate. Do they, Andy, do they sound、right? upside? Right. It's summer. Do they sound it's upside summer, down, Andy. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think. I don't think there's anything funny about having a ninety degree 
100 to 100 degree um, Valentine's Day. That sounds pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you guys talked about ancient traditions, it, I think the first beginning of it really started with the Romans. It was a pagan uh, celebration between, you know, the, like a lot, let's just say before Christ. And a lot of it was between the year, um, the dates of February 13th through February the 15th. And a lot of it, at least when it involves the romantic part, um, was matchmaking involved in these practices. But I think, I think it definitely, like the birth of it definitely has changed significantly when you think about it, where it's coming to the day. Especially with how, you know, especially in, in how it's been iterated and changed constantly. Because, like, I mean, like, there's similar practices, like, you could see later on throughout history, especially within France, you know, France is the Paris, the (laughs) idea of love. Yes, that's a country. And so, like, basically in France, a lot of it has to do with very much intense love, not friendships or how we do it here in the States is that, we, you know, we have, you know, we have kids sometimes pass out Valentine's Day cards you have dates with your you know, significant other or you just want to have a good time it could be like in America it could be anything but in France it's a little more selective per se and so back in the day mm-hmm. it was called uh, Un Lotre d'Amour I probably butchered that probably <laughs> probably but but single have... people in France basically <laughs> outside of house guys they called out for I think other singletons until they paired off and if guys were not attracted to uh, is this new date called a single woman uh, they would leave her and so basically the single woman who had either like photos or like illustrations of him would burn it they get it all together all the ladies to get together and they'd make a nice big fire and burn all the memories they had of their other significant other or <laughs> that's 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 very that's very rude of the guy to I just mean, leave them. We don't need you know, to give like... simp points out here, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like Bartholomew the Third rejecting you. <laughs> we don't need. Okay. Uh, it's, I it just, happened a long time ago. I just don't want to leave someone in the middle of the day. Okay, that that just you know just out of courtesy. Um, but eventually, it was actually banned though. All right. Oh. Uh-huh. There's all. Let's go to another romance language country, which is also Italy. I mean, if you want to think about that, Romeo and Juliet, especially within Verona. Actually, in Verona, they have a lot of activities like a like heart lanterns and such, and having like festivals. It's very much a. It's, it's very similar, at least in some ways, to our some cities in our country, but also like you know, there's the tradition of padlocking. You know, our love shall forever be bounded as long as this lock you know stays on this bridge or rail or whatever so i mean like you know what what if what if um the locks break down and, or get like hit by well, the pole gets hit luck. by a truck i'm and sorry your love's kind of crumbling my dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah they probably shouldn't put their eggs in that one but basket, i mean you know? i mean i'm i'm taking a look at the globe right now i actually did some research on Asia and it's kind of interesting because Asia does a little bit things differently especially within Japan and this is good for you Andy the mm. girls give to the guys what oh okay <laughs> oh girl power it's good for you too <laughs> it is uh, I think it's 
it's called choco it's like an obligation chocolate and it's supposed to be like you know you give your friends obligations like your friends and like colleagues like here here's a chocolate i appreciate you friends and there's like it's basically friends and the other one's homemade choco i'm probably i'm sorry to our listeners who actually speak japanese but it's like true feelings it's supposed to be like you it's someone you actually care about and for the 21st century there's jabun choco which is chocolate for yourself which is that sounds like my kind of chocolate <laughs> what no that that's that's um you don't need that you have doesn't mean i can't buy myself um, some chocolate exactly and yeah um, see okay um true. very true oh in in i think it's in china right china has lunar celebrations which is not necessarily the same as um you know a traditional valentine's day but it is significant in that like you know weddings are occurring actually, maybe you can give us some insight. yeah actually no i was just saying how um lunar new year is actually gonna happen soon i mean it doesn't happen in one day lunar new year occurs like over i think like a two-week period so by the time this episode releases Um, Lunar New Year is probably going to be happening already. So, yeah. Yeah. So in Britain, Britain has a very rich culture of Valentine's Day. I mean, like, they have, like, they even have, like, old poems from, like, the 1300s talking about, like, lovebirds and, like, it was talking about for on St. Valentine's Day when birth, every bird cometh there to choose his mates. And even Shakespeare wrote about, like, to be your Valentine. So, it is very much present in british culture but let's i think sadly it's kind of been dropping off this past couple of years it's but become it very is, commercialized as compared to when it started so. i mean you could see that actually all yeah. throughout most of the new countries that have adopted it especially within central europe like germany or eastern europe like um russia or like poland is that it's very much just like a western kind of commercialized uh, like after the fall of you know The communist bloc, the United the, uh, um, Union of Socialist Republics, that you see that, and so like they are very much just, uh, I guess like a lighter version of American <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, and I I feel like that's not necessarily a bad thing. I feel like it's good that you know a lot of countries around the around around the world, you know, they have their own problems still, but they would like. Settle differences and like celebrate things like New Year's, even Christmas, and like things. Like and um, they would just have fun, you know, just uh, tell other people they love them and show show their passion in ways like that. All right. Well, that is very true. And but I think I I actually like researching more about um, Latin America and South America, in particular, because like when you hear about like Mexico and Ecuador. It's like very much so more about you know family and friends and the love that necessarily not is a a love of of compassion or affection, but is more of you know family of kinship. And so that's kind of interesting because like you know I mean we do have that in America, but like to have that be the focus is not necessarily like how Valentine's Day is portrayed. Yeah, and there's even like in like Guatemala there is like I think it's called like the love parade. And it's like this whole things of like. Actual parades of like hearts and like colors and fe- it's like a big festival and so like that's like really that's another cool thing. I mean, mm. I don't know about you, but I think that's kind of cool. I just have that kind of celebration, that kind of togetherness. Yeah, yeah, and especially now when 
um, while in the lockdown and stuff, I feel like people would definitely miss these like interactions with other people outside these huge parades and stuff. So, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's like the whole. I mean, that's like the real point of Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know, love. You know, love. You could love a lot of people, and you're not just your significant other. But I think now, now more than ever, I think uh, Valentine's Day. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be presents or flowers or chocolate. I'm saying that I think a great value of Valentine's Day is just to really celebrate your bond. And you yeah, know, I I agree. Love is not a finite source. There is so much that you can give. So it doesn't really matter if it's just even in small quantities. Just show those that you love that you love them. Exactly. Just spend time. With yeah. Them. Like, what's it called? Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. What, what's what's Valentine's? It's like for girls mostly to like be thankful for their friends and stuff. Or guys. Uh, yeah, like girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, it's been pretty long, so we should probably wrap this one up. <laughs> I. I need to go write my love letters. Um, oh yeah, sure, Andy. <laughs> love letters, love letters to whom? Huh? Uh, huh? Self love. I'm practicing self love. Self love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Andy. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Uh, not what? not that you can top my kind of writing, but no, uh, I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what my letter says. Oh, all right, all right. That's understandable. Yeah. But with that, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Before Now. This podcast was made as a part of the BART Podcasting Network, a student-run organization of student podcasters from CHHS. And please support our podcast by checking out our Instagram at CHHS Podcasting or by visiting our website where you can access all of our network's original podcast series, links to both which will be in the description. And so with that, guys, I want to thank you beautiful people for joining us today and learning a little bit about um, love and the celebration of Valentine's Day. And we appreciate you being with us. And we're so grateful to have you. And so until then, we meet again. I want to thank you. And I appreciate you listening to Before Now. Now that was Pog. Oh, and one one more thing. Uh, Have a good Valentine's Day, guys. Have fun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.